name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. In the great other half of the Catholic Church, most of which unfortunately is separated from us, but the tradition is the other half, or at least a good part of the other half of the Catholic tradition, which is called the Byzantine tradition, that goes along with the other traditions such as the Coptic, the Ethiopian, the Armenian, uh, all of these other rites that we call Eastern or Oriental. In the Byzantine tradition, however, the New Year of the Byzantine Church, and this goes for the Byzantine Catholic Church under Rome, as well as the Byzantine Orthodox Churches, the Greeks, the Russians, the Bulgarians, uh, Romanians, people like this. The New Year, the Church New Year, is the 1st of September. Now, some people who, who uh, want to be uh, sort of the smartest kid in the room will tell you, well, that's only because that was the birthday of Augustus Caesar, and that was when the, the tax year began in the Byzantine Empire, and the church just followed that. The problem with uh, explanations such as that is that uh, they fixate on uh, uh, only the, the very, very, very surface facts, and they don't evidence a belief in divine providence, in the continued inspiration of the Church through the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost takes what is uh, simple, what is natural, uh, uh, what is uh, uh, matter-of-fact, what is pedestrian, and in the Church makes it something which is a masterpiece to God. So, for instance, to use another example, some other people say, well, these vestments that you have, this comes from what Roman gentlemen would have worn in you know, the, the, uh, uh, the time of Jesus, and, uh, and it's just these Roman gentlemen uh, uh, you know, would have been like wearing a, a, a nice tuxedo or something like that. That's what all the chasuble is, is just that. That's not how the church sees it. It would make zero sense for the church to continue to say, Let's wear Roman tuxedos for Mass. It makes zero sense whatsoever. No. When the Church says that the priest must be vested, the priest is vested in the symbol of the Incarnation. Period. The chasuble is the symbol of the Incarnation. As uh, the Son of God put on mortal flesh for our salvation, so the priest puts on the chasuble which represents the glorious robe of his, uh, his humanity, which he deified, which he uh, uh, ennobled, and brought back not only to the original uh, state of paradise, but even greater than that, even greater than what Adam and Eve were. So back to this issue of the, the, the new year, the Byzantine Church, it is the 1st of September, and this is 
seen as the preparation for the Nativity of Our Lady. The Nativity of Our Lady is the beginning of salvation in this understanding. Salvation didn't begin with the Nativity of Jesus. It didn't begin with uh, his baptism when he began his public ministry. It didn't begin with the cross. It didn't begin with Gethsemane. It didn't begin with the resurrection. It began with the birth of a little girl. The one who was chosen. All of the, the Old Testament prepares for Our Lady. All of the Old Testament patriarchs and prophets, everything leads up to this one little girl who will one day say yes to God and then open up for all of us the possibility of salvation. Amongst uh, 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 the Italians, there's a, 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 a devotion that Many people find either weird or funny, but it's not at all. The, the uh, tradition of the Maria Bambina, which is the, it's, it's a wax figurine of Our Lady as a baby. And people say, oh, Italians, they get into this weird stuff. It's not weird, it's theological. It is theological. The Nativity of Our Lady is the beginning of salvation. It's very important that we understand this, and when we understand that Our Lady is the one through whom the Redeemer came, through her fiat, through her yes, then all of this uh, uh, controversy over um, the mediatrix of all graces, it, it, it dissipates because she is the mediatrix of all graces. If all graces come through our Lord Jesus Christ, our Lord Jesus Christ came through Mary. Simple, very, very simple. And still in the order of grace, because that's the way God chose to do it then, he still chooses to do it that way now. Our Lady is the one who dispenses the gifts of God, the gifts of her Son, to humanity. So, for this feast day, let us remember that the beginning of our salvation is through something, someone, very simple, very foolish, because nothing is more foolish than a little baby who can't talk and who can't uh, uh, take care of his or her own self in terms of bodily functions, can't feed itself, uh, is dependent in every way. There's nothing more weak or foolish than a little baby. But God is the one who works through that. It wasn't Alexander the Great. It wasn't uh, uh, Julius Caesar. It wasn't Augustus Caesar. It wasn't uh, Genghis Khan. It wasn't all these great men who changed the world and saved mankind. They're all dead. But it was the little girl, the little baby girl, that was born today, who would one day change the world through her fiat, 
which brought forth the Savior of mankind. So do not let this day pass without thanking Our Lady and praising Our Lady for being the gate of paradise. She is the gate of paradise, the gate of heaven, the Porphacheli. It is through her that we have come to know our Lord Jesus Christ, that we have come to be born again in the waters of baptism, and it is her flesh, is it not, that we receive in Holy Communion. The flesh of her son, but all of the genetic material came from Mary, did it not? It's Mary's flesh and blood, ultimately. Now, don't go too far with that. But, genetically speaking, it is from Mary that we receive, ultimately, Holy Communion. All of this was made possible by, by the birth of a little girl, a little girl without original sin, who, despite being free of original sin, 13 or 14 years later, she was in the same exact situation as Eve. She could have said, nope, I refuse. And that would have been like, almost like a new fall in some ways. The Immaculate Conception doesn't mean that she could not refuse God. Otherwise, she'd be a robot. Our Lady could have said no, but she did not say no. And so let us thank her today for her glorious nativity and for her saying yes, saying fiat to the angel, which has brought to us life everlasting. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.